When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery, a name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin, one with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark, that they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Shedder Axel Play Podcast presents Zweihan, Feast of Goblins. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Shed. We are so pleased that you're listening to us again. We've got six of us here tonight, starting with myself. I'm Paul, I am the GM tonight. So let's see what avails the party as they descend into what's going to be quite a different pacing tonight to perhaps uh, the last episode of uh, Shopping (laughs) Madness. Are you telling us that this is not going to be any shops in the, uh, what is it, the Giant's Grave or something? Yes, the Giant's Graveyard. We've got to encounter at least one trader. It's got to be a gift shop, right? We can pull one in. A a random merchant (laughs) travelling through the the wastes. Uh, I'm Brent. I'm continuing to play Ilse, who's a young... Young Christian girl, very devoted to her faith. She started off as a pilgrim, but uh, her pro- profession has now advanced to a revered mother. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing if she can actually cast a spell today. What's Ilsie's voice sound like? Oh, uh, good day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I do. I, I do have. There was a way. I was. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's Dave. Uh, I'm back playing Rafe as usual. Expect me to. Be very daring and uh, brave, or hide and back chat the DM <laughs> a lot. Toby's Toby here playing too. With his phone. Uh... Hi, this is Toby <laughs> playing Marsha again. As I was distracted by my phone, going to kill some stuff hopefully today with uh, my nice new barb spear. Hello, Hayden here. I will be playing Helmut Siegler, the thirteen-year-old werewolf slayer. <laughs> He's actually got a few werewolves under his belt. And Wolfwares and some other things. Kevy K coming at you. I'll be playing the old woman, Joan, who don't take no <laughs> from no <laughs> Wolfwares. Or Wolf Puppies. Yes, those as well. Anything remotely canine can just f*** right off. <laughs> well, the level of um, profanity tonight sounds like you guys are ready <laughs> to get it on. Woo! And now, um, <clears throat> just a bit of a recap You've uh, travelled about a day and a half from Harmonia to this area known as the Giant's Graveyard. And the land is largely empty and devoid of all fauna. The vegetation is tough and spindly, stunted. The soil is a baked adobe. The rocky soil also has this burnt, rich orange tone and the land has intermittent blighted patches where nothing grows. From your vantage point on the riverbank, You can see a set of time-worn cairns marking a trail leading off to the hilly, canyony-type country. 
The path is unkempt, but the foliage appears to have been recently trimmed. And this is where we lay our scene in Fair Giant's Graveyard. Uh, so just to clarify, when you say, so the path is unkempt, but the foliage is trimmed. Mm. So what, what are the signs of the path being unkempt? Like weeds? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's Leaf litter? Sort of blown on it. The, trim, the trim bits are just lying on the ground. <laughs> Have we seen any many kempt paths? That, that'd, be, that'd be a road. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, I'm going to draw my spear and how, equip my shield. How far in the distance can we see from where we are? Well, uh, quite a way, um, yeah. but with the the path itself, the, it's yeah. more of a foot pad. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it sort of just winds around, and then it kind of be, becomes lost and obscured. Okay, like, well, uh, I was going to ask if the path led seemed to lead anywhere in particular in the distance, but we can't really see that. No, you can't okay. see the the end point. So are these can things gravestones. Well, um, we have a guide with us, don't we? we? Yeah, we did bring a guide. He was on the boat with us. Excuse me, Mr. Guide. Uh, what are you asking him? Uh, I was just wondering if these these were giant gravestones. He peers at them and rubs his chin. No, they're just, they're too small. They're, the cans, they're just they're about the size of a bucket. What did the giants die of? Well, there was a mighty battle here, and uh, this is why it is all stunted and tainted with this magic and battle and stripped and storms and... Lead on. <laughs> why are all these uh, plants um, trimmed? Does, does someone come here and tend to them? Is that my Ilsi voice? Sounds a bit uh, yes, that is your voice. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, this is uh, there must have someone come in here before. The, you would need uh, shears to trim the hedge. It's very strong. He 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 goes over to one of the bushes and he starts kicking it and trying to break it, and it just sort of bends or remains rigid and stands where it is. It's very tough stuff. Although here, look, there's a mark here. Perhaps a some sort of sword. Cutlass, trimmed it, a slasher. What does Ilse know about uh, trimming hedges and things? <laughs> She's got a sort of herb knowledge. Does she recognise the signs of a, an implement or tool? Sickle? Yes, a sickle would do it. Very good. Sickle. I, sl- I slash at one of the plants with my spear. It takes some time to you know chop a bit of the, the plant. It's really tough. Can I? Dense. Can I try using my silver sickle? Yes. Does that make any difference? Uh, it's more effective than a spear. But no, not noticeably <laughs> more effective than a non-silver sickle. No. Okay. So it's not, they're not were bushes. Yeah, exactly. Because that a- would be terrifying. <laughs> Wouldn't it be inconvenient if at <laughs> night you turned into a bush? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it go the other way? <laughs> yeah, all that's been done here is this is guy's it, had is a haircut. Is it a bush wear and, it, and, and at night oh, they turn into a person who's rooted to the spot, I guess? So yeah, it's going to stand be terribly inconvenient. I walk down the path. Lead on. <laughs> well, where are we actually? Do we know where we're going? Other than there are some cans, we could sort of kick over. Because, no, because um, <laughs> Acrea wasn't very helpful go. in terms of what no, to do when we got here. here. Didn't she? <laughs> sort of go there and just sort of wander around. <laughs> yeah, just kick have over a, some sort cans, wander around in a circle something. for a bit. Have a sticky beak and see what you find. Well, well, I was just it. hoping there were some shops here, but <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, we can set one up. 
Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> no competition, so. Yeah, corner of the market. Got a monopoly. This is a natural landing here on the riverbank. I'm sure the path leads inland and then it might uh, fan out into different areas. We should, we could go forth and explore. Let's. That sounds like a good plan. Let's do Unless that. Unless you can turn into a bird, young helmet. Uh, no, no, no. No, I can't do that. We should head into the follow yep. the path. Oh, yep. right. Rafe's oh. going to mount up on Clotilda. Oh yeah, we got Clotilda. Forster's our guide, so he should. We should follow him. Well, that, yeah, ideally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he seems to be speculating as much as we could. I mean, so far his guide advice has been: there is a path. It goes inland. It might split off into other directions. Worth every penny. Probably could have picked that one ourselves. <laughs> How much are we paying this guy? His face drops. What sort of things do you want me to tell you? No, I wasn't oh, saying I that out you'd... loud. I do a voice when I do Rafe, remember? You'll know. <laughs> you'll know when I'm insulting him in game. Come on, you lot. I'll, I'll be up the lead with um, Mr. Guide because for some reason this 13-year-old boy is probably one of the toughest. Well, I, I'm up there with you as well. I, okay. I said I was going to move to the front. We, we didn't have horses, did we? We've only got Clotilda. Clotilda. So Raforster, he has a look on the track and uh, I do a survival role for him and... He missed that, so and he goes up forward. <laughs> good good ahead guide, good more. forest guide. Well, he says we can we can go cross country, or we can follow the path. I'm I'm merely the guide. Um, you unless you want me to guide. lead you. I've never <laughs> been here before. Okay, you just I know the area in terms of I sort of know the general area where it is. But so what I you're saying is you've got no idea whatsoever. No, I've not been here. Can we just kill this guy? <laughs> no, we can't no, kill we this can't guy. I mean, y- yes, you can, but... No, like, you can't. Well, we can't. Well, you know, Marja has agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one else thinks it's a good idea. I'm just saying, you know, as a matter of... If that's what Toby really wants to do, <laughs> he can make that action declaration and he can see what happens. I'm not going to make that action declaration. All right. Look, let's go and check out the cans first, I guess. Do they appear to be on the trail? They are marking the trail. Oh, that's the what marking. Okay, so there's. Well, we should just is there anything on them? them? We haven't really had a close no. look at them. No, there. When f- you have a look, there isn't. No. Follow the trail, keeping an eye out with my survival skill. How spread out are the cans? I'd say every 25 yards. Let me just kick one over a bit and see if there's no anything. No helmet. Do it. I'm doing it. Do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, it, it crumbles it's and there's, there's nothing rocks, in it. It's a pile it. of rocks. Okay. There's no dead bodies in it either. Yeah, no, no, just I'm making sure. You never They're know. They're only a small one, aren't oh, they? It's like the size no, of a bucket. No, I have bucket. to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's like rocks being stacked on top yeah. of rocks yeah. and piles. and Elsie sort of fixes it. I, I assist Elsie in fixing it. Oh, okay. I'll help fix it. Good oh. boy. <laughs> we continue along the path, keeping an eye out. <laughs> As you sort of fix the can, you notice that uh, one of the rocks has this really kind of crimsony red vein through it. Like a mineral through it? or Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that one aside. See, I told you there was something special about these cans. I didn't tell you, but I thought there was. Whatever you want to believe, Helmet. You just found a special rock. I hand I it to a resident rock. geologist. Wait, no, we, we don't, don't have, have a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a guide. Is bias here in like notional <laughs> quantum no. quantum state? Yeah, he's yeah he's visiting home, and he didn't like the idea of this special belladonna that grows out this way. Oh yeah, is there any of that around? 
Well, you can, yeah, you can make a survival check to try and locate it. Me yeah. or Elsie? Or oh, can yeah. I? Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyone can. Okay. Does that take extra time or can oh, we do it as we're walking? You can do it as you walk and keep an eye out, forage. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Or you can just dedicate time to foraging. It's up to you. So survival? It'll be, yeah, survival check. So if you're doing it, if you're walking. Yeah, 40, 43 to survival and it's a pass. Just a normal, just a normal pass. Okay. Because you're walking, I'm going to make it a little bit harder. Whereas if you were fanning out and foraging like mm. an area, I'd make it just standard. So what is it? Is it challenging? Yeah, minus 10 if yep. you're just walking. That's fair. Because then in that case, I don't pass. No. Oh. Yes, uh, Ilse passes a survival check. Roll me a d6, please. Two. You find two uh, sprigs of virulent belladonna. It'll make two doses when made into a paste. The, uh, the, this belladonna is particularly uh, of a vibrant purple flower, veined with crimson red. So the blood's seeping into everything, isn't it? You've got giant blood rocks and giant blood belladonna. Surely that's just a tail. That was a guide said it was. Yeah, helmet. Lick this red vein in this rock. Okay. I'll lick a rock. Tastes very metallic. <laughs> so there was only one of those. He just found the one rock that was like that wasn't like the whole can was made up of. Do you want to search around a little more? Sure, why not? Okay. You pick through and you find other similar rocks. Yeah. They're okay. not um not you know, maybe one not in ten, remarkable. one in twenty. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna pocket a couple of those rocks too then. All right, we, we, I'm assuming we're going to continue on. I'm going to be up the front with um, Reforest or whatever his name is. Reforster. Reforster. Reforster says, look, points into the sky. You see these dark shapes kind of gliding on the breeze. What are they? They look like uh, crows. Huh. Well done. What is that? <laughs> he, he kind of, yeah, he kind of he smiles at you and like. <laughs> You've made your money buying recently, yeah, haven't good you? Good job. You found oh, some good. birds. Well, <laughs> well they, they could mean something. Yes, but perhaps they are the ones who are maintaining the path with their beaks. It's a good thing you have a guide because that is definitely not what is happening here. <laughs> are they circling? Foster apparently missed Rafe rolling his eyes when he said that. <laughs> I'll leave Mr. Guide alone. Are they circling a particular area, are they? Yeah, they seem to be guiding in that sort of more. Well, let's have a look. Uh, he kind of climbs up on a rock and. Peers over, and it, there's a. It's, it's a more of a, a, a deeper canyon area over hilly and canyony over through there. I think. Uh, I, oh yes, I could make out the. It does. The trail does seem to lead off to the to the west, but it also leads. It seems to lead around the hill around to that way. Sure. Let's just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to see what the crows are circling? Because no, it might indicate. Let's just keep walking. It might indicate carrion or some sort. And then we'll find a yes. dead body. Yes, that's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, and, and plants grow out of the car- of, of, of bodies. Well, the, um, something's been killed if it's carrion, so, you well, know. Well, should be tons of things killed out here. Do crows circle carrion? I think they just sweep down and peck it. Usually not all... Yeah, they'll they... circle... It's They're a little bit like vultures, I think, aren't they? Not at no. all. No. <laughs> or they might be there. Maybe they a are here. Are they even crows? We don't know. Exactly. 
Shut up, you lot. Okay, perhaps we should go check out there. Could be something there. Yeah. Just follow the path. Uh, Those of you who um, have some experience with large corvids, perhaps make a roll. Because you can do that and then ask questions and I can answer them. What, what are we rolling for? Well, if you have a skill. Uh, survival? Survival would be yeah. appropriate. I, yeah. I succeed. Okay, by just a regular success? Yes. All right. Ask me a question about them and I'll do my best to answer it. Are they known scavenged from dead bodies? I know they are, but, you know. Yeah, they they do. Um, I, I think vultures and things circle when something's about to die. Yeah. Or it looks weak. So there might be something eating the thing that they're currently circling above. So they're waiting for it to leave so they can get some food or... Yeah, well, perhaps circling's the wrong way. They're just, I guess they're just drift, just gliding on the drifts, hovering, uh, flying about that area, not so much doing the full donut circle. Yeah, it might be someone dying. They might need help. Could just be a bunch of birds. It could Being just be birds. a bunch of birds. We're, we're, I think we're overthinking this. I think we should go and check it out and just... Follow the path. But what if someone out there is dying? What if we get there? Yeah. And it's just birds. Well, there then it doesn't matter. But what if we get there and it's some poor person who's fallen over and, and can't get up and needs saving? I think we're making up stories here. Like It's like saying, oh, there's a snapped twig. Some dying person might have snapped it. Let's follow this path. <laughs> Good idea. Where's, like this, where's, this, where's the twig? Why are we entertaining this boy? We're just going to keep going. Let's go. <laughs> all right, we go. Fine. Birds fly around all the time. <laughs> if we get closer to them and something's interesting, they're great. Yes, the, but we'll go and look at it, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, we continue on. As you continue on, you hear what appears to be a rumble in the distance sounding like thunder. It's, what's the sky look like? Clear. Giants. I think it's giants. Giants rumble. Giants rumble, Mr. Guide? Uh, I, I guess I guess they would. They'd, they'd step and it'd be like an earthquake. You don't have a clue, do you, Mr. Guide? I, I'm a guide. I'm not a giant expert. You tell me, Mr. Giant Expert. Oh, I'm not a giant expert either. I was just asking you. I figured we'd hired you because you knew something about this area. <laughs> you don't seem to know anything about this area. Why are we still like, paying this guy? I don't know. For someone that works in the service industry, you're, you're a bit of a yeah, back chatter, aren't you? Customer service is dreadful. Well, I, I normally just go into the forests and cut down wood. <laughs> what were you expecting? I can tell you this is the trail. I can told you about the canyons, the birds, the path to the west. What what more do you want from me? Just to take us to the giant graveyard. Mm-hmm. All right, follow me. I'll take you there. He um, proceeds up ahead without looking back, and uh, I suppose we follow at a distance. Marches. <laughs> um, yeah. What what's your distance? Oh no, I'll stay with him. I'm I'm right beside him. Or- just behind him. You sort of see him go around the corner, and when you catch up, he's standing there with a, a somewhat uh, when, justified pose. When you say around the corner, like, can we not see ahead of the trail? No, it weaves. Okay, so so these hedges or whatever it is on the other side are completely blocking. What's stopping us seeing the the turn of the trail ahead of us? Oh yeah, you can see it turn the the turn of the trail, but but you can't the, see the, the fo- it's kind of, foliage. Yeah, the foliage. Um, you, you, I got the impression yeah. earlier that we could see a long way. 
so I just <laughs> well you can like, like you can see like mountaintops and that sort of thing but at the in it um yeah it's 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 hedge like okay yeah. okay and occasionally it'll open up and you'll have a vista here or you can climb onto a rock and you can see you know the distance of the mountain mountains and hills how how high are the hedges just only cuz I'm on a horse so yeah um, so I can't see over them they're not that they're not that high you'd be able yeah you could see a lot more so anyway, like it sort of, it's more the the angle of the rocks and the hills and okay. going around corners, and then yeah, you know, you've got a good view. It's not like, um, but he's you know he's sort of he's gone ahead, and then he's standing there with a somewhat justified looking pose and with his arm outstretched, pointing away to the to the northeast, and he says, "Look, this is a canyon, uh, a, a very big open canyon, and I." Um, he points uh, out it's, there seems to be some sort of booming noise every now and then, like the beating of a great drum. Can you hear that? What's making that noise? Can I folk, use a folklore um, check? Yes, you can. Yeah. To do what? To determine if it's like um, any known tribes or anything like that of being heard about in this area or... No, you don't need to to make a roll for this um, because there aren't any tribes out here. The only people who might have come out here would be miners looking, prospectors looking for the crown. Uh, And uh, you've heard rumours that there could be slave teams. um, Many of the foresters and their families have disappeared. So maybe slavers leading a group of slaves? I don't know. Is the drum beat getting closer to us, or like, is it? Does it sound like it's moving or moving? No, it, it, every now and then it, there's just the thrum, which echoes down this canyon passage. Does it seem like it might be coming from where the crows were? Yeah, the crows. Uh, you see them sort of swoop down into this area, and others come up into the sky. There's uh, some high ground around. Around this canyony area, we, we want to get up there and get up to high ground and see if we can get a decent lay of the land. I'm going to see if I can climb up something and yeah, I, I will as well. Get a, get a better view. All right, it's going to be about forty feet, anywhere between fifteen and forty feet, sort of clambering up the sides of the the canyon to look down into the area. The way with the foliage, this stunted foliage, there are patches where it's open, but you kind of have to s- squeeze and um, get through it. And in order to get to the top, I'll just need a uh, a navigation roll. Okay, just routine. Twenty-two critical success. Okay, so you you pick a path and uh, you clamber up. Mm-hmm. Um, can I use stealth to approach to look over so I don't get seen by anything down there? Uh, before you do that, is, are you going up on your own? I no, should, I'm coming. Oh, oh, I'm go- I guess I'm having a helmet as well, apparently. I don't have to make any check if it was just a nav if I'm just following Marja. No, that's right. Yeah. But you might need to make a stealth check if okay. you're going to go quietly. That's up to you. I don't want to... That is a success. That is a success as well. So you make your way up to the top of the ridge and I would like you to make an awareness check as well. 
It's uh, easy, so you can have plus 10 to your skill. I succeed, 32. Four. <laughs> nice. Yes, it's a punch. So as you reach the top, it it, um, it evens out into this sort of uh, cooked, cracked land. And it looks like a dried seabed. Um, and, and down below you can see, uh, I guess there's three parts of a canyon. And it's, it's kind of surprising, uh, I guess... Yeah, it's like a, a fork. There are three ways. The, the area closest to you, straight down, there seems to be some sort of ziggurat-type structure with a giant crow's head sitting on top. <laughs> and leading past the ziggurat on that tine of the fork, you can kind of make out appears to be some caves in another clear area. There seems to be another sort of thing in the middle of that area on the ground there as well. Some sort of refuge. refuse. Another thing you can see is that the middle tine, there is um, what appears to be a kind of ribbed structure with some sort of catapulty type construction on top of it. And there seem to be some humanoid figures sort of lazing there in the sun. On the third time, the one furthest away from you, there is a large tree. And then that leads through to another clear area. Uh, from your vantage point, you can there are these sort of pillars staked out around the canyon area on the tops. And in them, or chained to them, are decomposing bodies. And some of these large crows sometimes come down and peck their fill and fly back up. But perhaps the most disturbing thing that you can see up here, which hasn't seen you, is this giant skeletal type creature sitting upon an equally larger reptilian type beast. And they're made out of skeletons. Um, the they ha It hasn't seen you, but you know it turns its... Uh, Gaze scanning the hilltops. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> I think we get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> we can't. We came here for the crown. Oh, no, no. I mean, we climb back down. Oh, to, should, yeah. And at least warn here. the others about what's up here. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Um. So does this creature look like it's wearing armour or something made out of bone or? Yeah, because if it's not in armour, it might be an issue at all. <laughs> Just... Giant, giant. What sort of reptile was it? <laughs> no, no. There was the two things there: the reptile and the skeleton. Thing. Yeah, the skeleton was on it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was mounted on this. What uh, sort of reptile? Lizard. Is this a T Rex style? No, no okay. more four four-legged. Yeah, quad, quadruped. You asked if the skeleton was armored. It is. So something's inside the skeleton, or is the skeleton wearing armor? The skeleton is the giant skeleton is wearing armor. Oh. What sort of armour is that? How how big were these things? Yeah, when you say giant, what does giant mean? Uh, large. And so the, like twice the size of a man, three, four? Godzilla? Yeah, twice the size of a man. And the, the steed would be three times. Okay, it's pretty big. Yep, mm. yep, yep, we, we, we get out of there. We move away quietly. You do so. And I inform these guys yeah, about what is up there. <laughs> You must be mistaken. Yes, I, 
I, I think, uh, have, have you slept well? Um, have yeah, you, boy, did, did any of you ingest, maybe that rock you licked had <laughs> a certain... I didn't lick the rock, he point. licked the rock. Certain but properties. you were carrying the rock. That thing was up there. After everything we've seen, this is what you're sceptical <laughs> about. A giant skeleton. Yes, I'm it was I, wearing cool. armor on a giant reptile. I, I am a little bit skeptical. Maybe it was a, a tall man dressed as a skeleton. Okay, how about you guys go up there? We'll wait down here. <laughs> I mean, mm. we saw some people who turned into wolves or wolves who exactly. turned into people. That's like an entirely different category to a, a skeleton in armor on a skeleton. Well, how about you just all assume that we're telling. Have you known the truth? me to tell the lie? Just. That, uh, well, maybe. Um, all right, so if you are telling the truth and you did see this, I wasn't accusing you of lying, I was accusing you of being mad. That's uh, Yeah, that's no, that's different. all fine, but uh, you should probably assume that we, we did, in fact, see giant skeleton things because otherwise you'll just go around there and it'll tear your head off. All right, so let, let's assume you did see, in fact, a giant skeleton. Uh, what are we supposed to do about it? Oh, well, I don't know. I we just. Did it look friendly? What was well, it it didn't doing? look unfriendly. It was just looking about. Yeah, it, did, it didn't look aggressive, did it? What does an aggressive skeleton do? They sort of grin. Like bash its fists against the <laughs> ground or... Wait a second, how does a skeleton grin? It's got no lips. Well, how does it not grin? That's the thing. That's <laughs> that's it's, more grinning. Grinning. it's more of a grimace than a grin. My question, I guess, is how do you tell it when it's grinning? Well, um, it's always grinning, that's my point. Well, how do you tell the ones that aren't aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> well, there aren't any. Have you ever come across an unaggressive skeleton? Oh, I, I, hmm. It's called a graveyard. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a graveyard and there's apparently an aggressive skeleton, so... Yeah, so it was it's, a giant it's not really graveyard, doing what so it's supposed to do, is maybe it? Maybe that's what happened to them. Not as dead as previously thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, perhaps you have just seen uh, a statue of some strange... It was moving. That it was looking around. The wind might have been blowing it. Yeah. There was no wind up it's very there. very frightening to think. There's also pedestals with bodies lashed to them. Mm, and crow... Towers? Ziggurats? What is a ziggurat exactly? That's like a pyramid, really, isn't it? Stepped pyramid. Stepped pyramid. Well, you want me to lead you back to the boat? Oh, look, you might as well, well go back to the boat. You're no well, what, what about if you go down there as the guide and <laughs> and find out what's going on and then report back? Oh, I could do, but uh, that would um, I th- we'd have to renegotiate the deal because that becomes very dangerous. How about you go up and look? Go up and have a look at... The what you described, yeah. Well, if, is that what you want me to do as no, a guide? What's, what's the point? There's yes. no point in you going, and the thing might see him, the thing might kill him, and then it might kill all of us. We could pray think, well, for we, guidance, yeah. I mean, you can do that. Oh, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> hmm. You can do that, yeah. Okay, okay, give that a go. Also, is anyone wounded at all, or are you all in tip top health? Tip top health. I'm, um. I've got peril. Completely fine. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> for, for, for a 92. So helmet to you a little. I'm periled. I'm periled. not hurt. Hurt. Hmm. Uh, Ilse just sits down and prays silently for a, a few moments. If we keep walking, are we going to be walking under where this guy's looking, this big thing's looking? From what you were observing uh, in the short time you were there, was that it seemed to be scanning the tops of the canyons. Not. Not looking into the canyon itself. How the hell are we going to deal with that thing? I think it's not looking for the things in the canyon. I think we might be okay. We've got to go in there, haven't we? That's mm. what we came here for. Which one do we want to go to? Do we want to go to the ziggurat, the I tree? I think we should check or out the... the ziggurat, personally. 
whichever's the closest. Really, three really forks. Forks. it looks like this. Yeah, the three forks break off evenly into well, the tree and the ziggurat are pretty much the same distance from each other. I think we should check out the, the ziggurat. It's interesting. Or a giant tree. Hmm? How how big would the tree be? A, a decent sized tree. Just a big tree. I've seen one of them. I've never seen a, a a big pyramid with a crow head on top. So have we made it to the entrance of the um the oh, fort? No, we stopped moving. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Well, are we going to continue? Yeah, all right, I suppose. <laughs> so that'll go home. Sorry, we failed your mission because we saw something scary. <laughs> <laughs> What's the marching order? Um, the guide can go first. first. Do you do you think this is the the giant's graveyard? I think it is. I think I've done my job. No, no. No, we, 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 we don't believe that for a second. Why? What, do you think you've earned your money? Well, what was the agreement was I was to guide you, tell you a bit about the area. And yeah, well, which you haven't done because you don't know anything about the area. Yes, good. So you have led us to where we wanted to go. That's so true. So if you wish to on your wait bike. here for us, <laughs> then... He walked us down a path. Probably yep. <laughs> you're right. Well, there are side paths. <laughs> and you were probably right to point out those crows too, which I was a little dubious of. So I thank you. <laughs> okay, well, um, well, I, I guess I could walk down the path with you. I am a little frightened. I would quite like some extra You wouldn't company. abandon an old woman in the wilderness, would you? Well, uh, no. Come on then. I'm going to take him by the arm and tottle along. All right. So do uh, are you going to lead with him? Sure. Okay. All right. So we've got Joan and Raforster. Yeah, we'd be just behind them, I guess. Yeah, what, men. How many be... paces behind are you going to be? Two Ten. paces. Ten paces. Um, do you want to have our bows ready, Helmet? Okay. Yep. So how many paces? Ten paces. Ten paces. That's about three yards. Sure. You're walking double file, hey? Yep. Where is uh, Ilsa and Rafe? Well, Rafe's mounted, so he'll be at the back. At the back? Roughly how far behind Marja and Helmet um, do you want to be? Five yards. How about you, Ilsa? Is there room for Ilsa to, to walk beside the horse, or is the path too narrow? Yeah, you can walk um, next to the horse, like just near its head or something mm. like that. I'll do that. And that's everyone accounted for. As Forster goes to take his first step, you hear the... Again. We didn't see anything that made that sound, did we? I wonder what it is. So as you head nearer to the source of the drumming sound, you see uh, that um, there are lots of hard nodes of red rust... And dirt. In fact, uh, there, it seems to be swept clean of all like rocks. Everything is made of a sun-baked, wind-swept, brick-like mud. The canyons are quite square with sheer vertical walls of hardened adobe. And they sort of uh, rise, the smaller rises on the walls are about 15 feet. Uh, all the way up to, to 40 foot high. Uh, walls. The ridges between the canyons um, are slightly rounded, but the, the floor of the place is very square. At the bottom of the canyons are small dried up streams that trace white patterns in the baked earth. And the, nah, there's, there's no moss 
no weeds, nothing like that. It's like it's been completely devegetated. As you uh, make your way through the entrance to the canyon, it, it does become more sheer and a little bit narrower, and the walls sort of more more blocky and square. And you can see that baked into the clay are bones. They range in size from as small as a mouse bone to some that have uh, appeared to belong to a massive humanoid, potentially a hundred feet tall. Joan, you can feel Reforsty uh, kind of start to tremble, but he kind of stills himself and continues forward. Pat him on the arm. There, there, there dearie. I'll look after you. As you proceed, you can see the, the sort of entrance to the canyon proper coming up ahead, and there are... It's lined with uh, wooden stakes. Um, at first, a stake is sort of has been toppled to the ground, and there is a human skull with a few raven feathers about it. But as you proceed further, there are um, a bunch of skeletons who have been tied to these stakes. So these stakes are upright; they're not like um, angled to stop people coming in. That's right. Yeah, posts. Who do you think put these people here? Whoever is in the canyon. You said you saw someone there? Well, yeah, we saw the giant skeleton. They just didn't... No, you, you saw figures as well. They're a catapult-like thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those giant bones must can't be real, can they? How is it possible? I've never seen such a giant bone. How many bones have you seen, Elsie? <laughs> <laughs> Only regular ones. Not that many. Well, there are bones here of all descriptions, so you've probably <laughs> seen them all by now. The, uh, the stake and skull marked path you've been following opens up near what appears to be a large dark oak tree. Marja, you have a feeling that perhaps something's watching you. I look up onto the canyon ledge. Make a, an awareness check. 13. You sort of scan the canyon. You can't see that uh, giant skeleton. However, you do uh, notice uh, giant crows circling you. Giant crows? One of them calls out a haunting cry <laughs> and it kind of echoes through the, the canyon like a, the spiteful laughter of a ghost. How big are these giant crows? They are, they, the wingspan would be five and a half to six foot. Like big. The, the size of an eagle. Yeah. Bloody hell. Look at the size of them. I've never seen such a big black one like that. A big black bone? Crow. Oh, I think they're called BBCs. (laughs) (laughs) Big black crows. Big black crows. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that we've had a good snigger. So hang on, we're close to the tree, are we? The tree is closer to the, 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 the fork. End, yeah, it? it's right on the fork. Well, maybe we should check out the tree then. But you wanted to check out the ziggurat first. Yeah, but the tree's closer. But you wanted to check out the ziggurat. Oh, I do want to check out the ziggurat, but there's a tree right here. <laughs> we check out the tree then. Oh, I better check out the tree. It's a large dark oak tree. It seems to be at odds with the fact that there is no other vegetation in the canyon. That would probably be the, the main observation. It seems to be healthy. How, how tall was the tree? 
Yeah, the tree is about five men high. So anything in the tree? Is it trimmed? No, it's not trimmed. You notice that the soil uh, around it has been disturbed. Is there anything in the tree? Um, there are no apparent hollows. Mm. It's, it's all cracked it's and got broken. leaves. Yes, leaves. Is it? Does it look like a, a deciduous tree or an evergreen yeah. tree? Or? Yeah, deciduous. Okay. What season? Do we, we don't know what season <laughs> it is. I suppose it's summer. The, the, the guy tell by this tree. Yeah, late spring, okay. going into summer. Okay. Is it in full bloom? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a lovely tree. Perhaps we should go check out the ziggurat now. So, but why does this tree grow when everything else doesn't grow properly here? This, yeah, it is a bit strange, isn't it? Planted in a strange spot. Is it? Does Ilse, Ilse, do you recognise what kind of tree this is? I'll roll some dice and and. Check. It's an oak tree. It's an oak tree. Uh, but roll some dice anyway, because it might be a variant of some sort. What does Rafosta know about trees and? He should know a lot, seeing as this his livelihood. He's standing away from the tree and he says, "I don't think that tree's right." I'm going to cut it with uh, my silvered. Hunting sword. You've got a cold iron hunting cold sword. Cold iron hunting sword, sorry. It's turned into a man. Is it a word trick? If that was an easy check, yeah. I make it, but otherwise I don't. Tell me it's a rare exploding tree. Uh, this tree, there's something you feel sinister about. There's something sinister about it. As you examine it further, you you think that um, there's a smell about it, of sort of like blood and bone. As you go to cut it, yeah, the 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 sandy red soil explodes into dust. Oh shit! This is an exploding tree. <laughs> God damn it! I'm going to need you to uh, make initiative rolls. Um, but before we do that, I need to sort of know where everyone was standing. Were you near, medium, or far away? So who was near the tree apart from Helmet? I think Helmet was the only one. I'm, but we both had bows out, so. I felt like Ilse would have gone near the tree to examine it. I think Rafe was probably relatively far because he was right at the back and had no reason. He's still on Clotilda, so. Yeah, I think I'd probably be with Rafe. Wherever, probably would have stopped with uh, wherever the, yeah, the sort of the group of. Yep. Um, Rafe and Jonah Medium. And yeah. what about Marja? I'm with Rafe. You're up the back. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say if you're near, you're within three. Yards, medium, you're within six yards, and far, you're nine yards away. Uh, let's go round the table. So in rolling for initiative. Rafe goes first. Well, yes, but. You'll get an action We'll first. deal with that. <laughs> uh, 15 for Ilse. Okay. Rafe? Uh, 17. Marsha? 16. 17. 12. Rafe, you get one AP. Uh, you're never surprised. So what did I see? What actually happened when uh, Helmet uh, tried to cut the tree? You sort of see the trunk whip around and slits um, in the bark open into yeah. eyes and part of the trunk opens into this sort of woody moor. What caused the, like, explosion of the dirt? Those are roots that have um, swept up from the ground. Whipping out of the ground. Yeah, to flail about. Distracted with the BBC. 
The BBCs get rooted. Don't make too many BBC jokes because I'm going to cut them all out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Narrows its eyes on helmet. Uh, so if this thing was disarmed, is that even a possibility? To disarm the, the, the tree many. that has many limbs. <laughs> you'd have to chop off the Yeah, you'd have limb. to cut them off. But, like, there's a disarm manoeuvre, so that would have no effect. That's no what effect. I'm asking. Yeah, no effect. It's unarmed attack. Okay. I presumably can't take it down and knock it prone. No. Uh, one other question. Mm-hmm. So I have an ability, take them down, that lets me do disarm, stunning blow, and a takedown at range. Mm-hmm. Which presumably, if I was shooting them with my gun, I'm using my gun to do those manoeuvres, is the, the idea there. Yeah. And I have an ability that gives me... Plus 10 to strike with a weapon if I'm on a horse or on top of a carriage. Yep. Would those manoeuvres attract uh, that bonus even if they weren't using my weapon skill? Yeah, I'd give... Yeah, you could have the plus 10 to your athletics test. All right, so my opening thing will be that I will try and shoot this and do a stunning blow on it. Okay. Um, Right. So because it's big, it's easier to strike. Mm-hmm. However, it's less prone to being affected by perilous stunts. So you can get, um, a, I think it's probably a plus 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. It'd be a minus 20. Well, is that a minus to me or is that a bonus to it? It'd be a bonus to it. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to try and stunning blow it with my first action point. Go for it. I succeed. That's a 28 and I needed less than 53, uh, 52. So you're, you take a shot at it to, to try and stun it. Um, I'm guessing you're going to try and shoot it in the face or something like something that? Something like that, whatever, however I think will stun yeah. it best. Yeah. So the, the bullet goes into it. Yeah. It's a really good shot and it doesn't seem to have any okay. noticeable effect. I'm sorry. Hmm. All right. So um, two people rolled 17, which was Rafe and Helmet. So you need to take your... You can take your other action, Rafe, if you like. I will reload my gun. Three action points. So that's my turn. So what's going on with me exactly? Did it grab me or it no. me or it's just... It hasn't... Uh, hasn't. It's just sort of moved to yep. assault you. I'm going to shank the hell out of it and stab it in the eye three times. Okay, so minus 10, minus 20, minus 30. Do you get a bonus to hit, though? Yes, plus 20 to hit. So you start at plus 10. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So it's just a uh, roll six. Roll a d6 and combat bonus, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Six. Oh. Roll again. Five. Sixteen. Sixteen points of damage. I believe so. I've got a six out of five and my CB's five. You drop it to moderately wounded. Sweet. <laughs> uh, roll a D percentile. No, 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 not yet. Roll a d6 to see if you uh, score an injury. I rolled a one. Okay, that's your first attack. Attack number two. Is a miss. Now, this next one's minus 10. And that is a miss also. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that's a nasty wound. Good. Um, strike and, you know, sap seeps onto the ground. Did I get it in the eye? I was aiming for the eye. No. <laughs> no. What colour is the sap? A red. Ready, um, ready orange. Marja, it's your go. How far away is it from where I was standing? About five yards, I think Paul said. Six. No, you're nine yards. Oh, you're nine. Next so is that one nine. movement or? Well, you've got your movement on your sheet, how many yards you can move. For one action point. I can move seven yards 
I'm just going to shoot it with my bow from where I'm standing. All right. Shoot it twice. Twice? Yeah. First one is plus 10, second miss. That is a 91. I'm going to say that's a miss. Yeah. And 57. Should be all right. Um, One off, actually, because my skills... Yeah, no, I miss. Oh, oh well. Give someone else a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've moved up, have you? Or are you no, just firing? No, it's firing. You're still at that nine yards. All right. Now uh, it is Ilse, this guy. Right. Um, instinctively, Ilse takes out her woodsman's axe mm-hmm. and chops. Okay. Now I've never, um, never been involved in combat before. I'm imagining I roll... I've got a like a simple, simple melee. melee melee thingy, so yep. I'll give that a go. Are you just t- doing the one hit or going for multiple? <clears throat> you, uh, I'll just do the one hit because with with multiple hits, you, your um, chances yep. low and lower decreases by <clears throat> ten every. <clears throat> okay, so I rolled <clears throat> thirty three, so that's a hit. That's a critical hit. Critical hit. So you roll your normal damage. It just means it can't do anything can't about it. Stop it. Yeah. How do I roll? So damage? roll a d six. And then add your uh, combat bonus. What properties does your hand axe have? Woodsman's axe is a adaptable, slow, weak weapon. Uh, I rolled a one plus five is six. Right. You don't damage it. Right. The first thing the tree will do is tries to grab Ilsi with its grasping root, but misses. And then it does a perilous stunt, which is um, it's going to make a uh, athletics check to try and stun Helmet. Let's see if it can do it. Does it? Yes. So Helmet, you need to make an athletics. Uh, uh, hang on, you must resist with a coordination check. It's minus twenty because it's a big tree hitting you. Ooh. So it's at minus twenty or be knocked prone. Uh, failed that. Only just, but. Sorry, that was a resist toughness test. Sorry, I did stunning blow, not takedown. It uh, changes things a bit, I think. Um, no, I'll pass it if you can. Yeah, if you pass it, that's fine. Well, yeah, I'm passing so you it. you pass that with a minus twenty to your toughness. Yeah. Well, you get clobbered, but you take it. He's a tough little bugger. Yeah. Joan, how far am I, away am I? You're six yards. I'm going to pull out my shepherd sling. I'm going to load it for one point of action, and then I'm going to attack it. Plus 20 to hit, because it's big. Uh, that's a success. Seven damage. Your your bullet bounces off harmlessly. Almost got him. <laughs> Get out of there, boy. Back to uh, Rafe and Helmet. Oh, no. No, Rafosta. Is he going to do anything? He's going to run away. Kind of looks at Joan. I, I shake my head at him, point to the ground. He's staying right here next to me. He he takes out his hand axe and adopts a guard position over you. <laughs> How come Joan ends up with the minions? <laughs> kindness. Kind, pure <laughs> kindness. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's a poisoner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that. That's true. Yeah, like... Marsh is just rude to people. So. <laughs> Rafe. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll just try and shoot with my pistol. All right. So, plus 20, 20, 61, plus my melee range is 81, plus I'm on a horse, so 91 or less. <laughs> oh, 
Watch me roll a 99 here. It'll be great. That's a 93. <laughs> so that's a miss. <laughs> you got two more AP? Yeah. Well, I can't shoot my gun again. Can't load my gun either. You don't want to use a fortune point to... Oh, well. No, we're pretty low on them. Save it. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll just have to bank my points. Helmet. I'll do the same again. Flurry of blows. Mm. That's a hit. Three. Oh, plus CB. Seven, eight. It attempts to parry your blow, which is really hard for it. It parries. Oh. As a uh, root shoots up from the ground and slaps your wrist at the last moment um, and your blow hits nothing. You've got two more yeah. attacks, I think. That is a hit. Five. A glancing blow. Wood chips fly, but you don't <laughs> get it into that nice, and soft, sappy core. And at a minus ten? Yeah. Miss. Marja. I'm going to move up and stab it with my spear. So... That's two moves. Yep. You're nine feet away. So yep. one action point to get Yep. Two to get there in the uh right next to it. Yep, and I'm gonna stab it two handed. Okay. That would have been a hit. Because I've got plus twenty to hit, don't I? You got plus twenty to hit yep. because it's so big. Yep. Got... Plus ten from Marshall Malee. Yep, plus thirty. Plus forty six, yep. Seventy six is your value. Yeah. Right, you hit. Um so Five plus eight. What? Your combat bonus is eight? Yes. Jeez. I'm a soldier, remember. Yeah, I'm yeah. a cell sword. Jeez. So, yeah. So, 13 damage. Does your spear have any other problems? Yes, it is vicious. So, if I do roll for an injury, I roll 2d6 instead of one. Do I roll? Yes, that's a hit. I got a three and a four. How much damage was that? Marjorie? 13. 13. Yeah, it went down to seriously wounded now. Ilsi. Okay. Um, if I if Ilsi wanted to to have a parry as well, what does that involve? You just keep uh, an action point. If you want to have two parries, keep two action points. So I could have one attack and one parry. Yeah. Um, you've got three action points, yep. and you can uh, some of them you can use as sort of reactions to things that happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just make an attack. She'll make an attack with her woodsman's axe. Then just one. Yes, roll. Oh, she rolled a 15, so that's a hit. And damage oh. um, is seven. Seven. Hmm. Yeah, again, wood chips fly. You take off a bit of bark. However, the, the thing seems somewhat uh, unaffected. All right, the first thing it's going to do is make a attack on Marja. A perilous stunt, in fact as a, a root tries to smash the weapon out of your hands. So it needs to make, it's going for a disarm manoeuvre, perilous stunt, makes a coordination test. So let's see if it passes that. All right, Marja, you need to make a resist coordination or be disarmed. So now, I just roll two d10s and then... Check it against my coordination or... Yep. Yeah, but at minus 20. No, I do not pass. All right, you drop your weapon and you can't use your primary hand until your next turn. Next. Okay, so can um, I 
pick so it up as a free action? Because or? you're um, when you're disarmed, the weapon is three yards away from you. Okay, so I can move. I could move, pick it up, move back. Is one action or no? Because moving, moving is an action point. Yeah, so I couldn't pick it up as part of the action. And uh, you'd also have to leave the engagement, avoiding opportunity attacks, which is two action points. So you might take an opportunity attack. Okay, but it might need a. That's right. An action point of its own That's to right. do that. I'm going to just pull out my dagger and stab it because daggers are good against trees. Whittle knife. Yeah, I'm going to whittle me a figurine. Another root sort of swirls um, behind it uh, and all you see all this sort of red sand sort of cave into a cavity underneath it and out emerge these hideous creatures. They're human-sized and they have... Mouthful of sharp teeth and the dull black eyes of a shark. Mm-hmm.